to grow a fun toys rocket. They got a million toys and toys are us that I can do us everyone and thank you for tuning into our podcast entitled go forth an adult where we focus on trying to adult properly i am sitting here with the mr anderson and my dad and a special returning guest drum roll please i was like no (laughs) (laughs) what do you want to go by like your full name tremaine yeah i go by my full name okay and our special guest (laughs) act like he wasn't speaking (laughs) and he's back he actually, uh, you know, premiered on our Man Up episode. So, you know, just go fact check us sometime on Wikipedia. <laughs> Thank y'all for having me back. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Congratulations to just everything that I see everyone doing. I'm just happy to be a part of it yet again. Here we go. Aw, that was nice. Yes, indeed. Appreciate you. <laughs> well, yes, what's indeed. up with y'all? We are about to close out the year one week from New Year's. Yesterday was the birthday. Gang, gang. Hey, happy birthday. You want dad to sing? No. Sing happy birthday, dad. He's fine. He's good. We're good. That's not even the black version. Wow. This is America. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday, Mr. Anderson. Um, So, I mean, I guess in honor of, do y'all have any New Year's resolutions or how y'all closing out the year? How y'all feeling? What's good? Hmm. So actually, in honor of my birthday, uh-huh. uh, I created like this thirty-two like to-do list, whatever, like kind of like a bucket list. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm revising that because technically I started when I turned thirty, but mm-hmm. half the stuff didn't get done. So I'm gonna try it again. All right. I added two more things. So yeah. oh, so it's thirty-two things to do by thirty. No, it was just or is before it it's supposed to be like going into thirty-three. I like that. Let's go with 32 to go okay. into 33. Okay, it gives me a little you. more time. All right. <laughs> a whole 12 months. <laughs> I really want to go to a gun range. That's on the, I moved that what? up on the list. I really want to go to a gun Why range. Why is that a... Okay, you know what? Hey. You know, the streets are hot. We got to be ready. See, see, this is why he's back. Stay ready. Yeah, <laughs> any New Year's resolutions? What's good? How your year? Uh, how's my year? <laughs> How are you closing out the year? How was your year, morning. Dad? Uh, the year was good. Uh, just a lot, a lot happened in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, just thinking back on it now, it's like, dang, it seemed like we were here yesterday. I don't know. We talk about that all the time, but I think that that speaks to just the excitement of it. It's like, yeah. there's a lot that I didn't do that I wanted to do, but there's a lot that I got accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking forward to 2019, hitting a new decade, you know, <laughs> um, that'll be an exciting time. Yeah. So. Just looking forward to what's ahead and what God has planned for me in my life. So. That's dope. Tremaine, how are you closing out the year? I'm closing out the year feeling thankful. Okay. Um, My little girl just turned two. Aww. Aww. So she's <laughs> celebrating her birthday on December 7th. So mm-hmm. oh, that's um, good, I'm going into this year just looking forward to being a better husband, being a better father. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully we can keep that same smile that she had on her birthday party all year. Aww. <laughs> But mostly, I'm really looking forward to just taking charge of what it is that I want to do. That's you know, um, as a in in the career field, being a professional, being ten years down in higher ed, mm-hmm. I'm at the point now where it's like, nah, it's up. It's about me now. Yeah. yeah. Let me go ahead and handle what I want to Absolutely. handle. Absolutely. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. 
Yeah. Dope. I think I'm closing out the year just with a new perspective. Um, this year I did turn 30 and I think that was actually very challenging for me in regards to where I thought I should be at this age in regards to just status level and things and coming just full circle in regards to just our conversations and even reflecting on the show, like those things don't matter. Mm. I'm alive. I'm healthy. I'm well. And that's really all I could ask for outside of every status and things like that. So I'm really focusing on the year, very similar to you in terms of coming up. It's just who am I and what am I bringing to the table and accepting me for me in regards to who I am. So it's the year of Kimball. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what y'all thought, but this was going to happen. But um, Mr. Anderson, what are we talking about? Kuji Chagalia. Okay. Ujima. And that me. uh, Ujoma. uh Mia. Never heard of him. You don't know, you don't know Nia. Nope. Imani. Nope. I know you know at least five black girls named Imani or Nia. Definitely ain't my cousins. Nia Long. That's what I said. I said my, I have a cousin. <laughs> I just don't know what you're talking about. Fine. Oh. Some people may think I'm speaking in tongues. Other people will know that. Wakanda. Are... They could think. You got to finish it. Wakanda. Forever. Don't disrespect the movie like that. <laughs> It came out this year. That's how long this year is. <laughs> no. It did. February. It come out this year. <laughs> Damn. I was like, yo, it's been a long year. That's crazy. Wait, when does the second one come out? Uh, 2020? Next February, I think. Oh, Damn, that's fast. They doing back to back? I think so. Oh, they ain't got time. Why well, wait? <laughs> Don't get this. Yeah. Come on, well, wait. if you make a billion in a month, why Listen, not? <laughs> cash. I'm sorry. Yeah. Is that what it grossed? In a month, a billion worldwide. Mm-hmm. Compared to all the other ones, the most money. Um, back to the topic. So yeah, so for those who don't know, those are uh, principles of Kwanzaa. Seven days starting December 22nd. No, wrong day. Tired. 26. Thank you. See, you do know. That's all I know. <laughs> Let me all the way to the first. <laughs> Um, so today, that's what we're talking about, Kwanzaa and Kwanzaa's cousins and them. <laughs> and to talk about the relationship of holidays and what does it mean to you and us as a collective. Mm-hmm. Since we are in that time, we just, you know, got full off of Turkey Day, Christmas around the corner, New Year, right after that. And, you know, usually we're on holidays, it's a time of reflection, celebration, family and all that. So what does it really mean to you? So... Who should we start with? Start with Kimball. What do you know about Kwanzaa? Honestly, truly, (laughs) I alone don't know anything. Like, in terms of just off top, I don't. So I took an Africana Studies class my junior year of college, 2009, 2010. Yeah. Honestly, all my knowledge stayed in that 12 weeks. (laughs) Like, I literally learned about it. And actually celebrated it that year and then just went back to my norm because it wasn't something that was reinforced. It's kind of like, you know how you take a second language class and then you lose those skills when Mm -hmm. you don't use it? That was it. Like, I was all hype about it, learned about it. I was like, okay, this is cool. And then it kind of just disappeared because it didn't fit into my norm. So Mm -hmm. off top, I don't think I could tell anybody what it was outside of, yeah, here's when we celebrate it. And with the we, I don't know because I'm clearly not a part of the we. So I don't know, honestly. My bad. Do better. Just, I'm honest. True. 
Um, I remember it from my early years of just growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when moms was a bit militant. <laughs> Got it. I can see that. Uh, right. <laughs> you so we we for sure <laughs> celebrated Kwanzaa when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Um, He's been doing Kwanzaa for a while. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, one of my siblings, my youngest sister, is actually uh, her name is um, one of the Kwanzaa. Excuse me. One of the Kwanzaa principles. Koji Shagalia. Uh, <laughs> Koji, come here. <laughs> what are you saying? I that. I'm done. No. Okay, Chuck. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, so familiar with it's it. It's serious when you name your kids. Yeah, yeah. As it relates to, you know, African tradition mm-hmm. principles around just... Uh, uh, community is what I know it to be, um, and and I, and you know, thinking back on them, I, I really appreciated the principles and how it is that we talked around them. So like, yeah, what does collective works and responsibility mean? What does unity mean? What does mm-hmm. purpose mean? Um, so all those things were really important when I was younger, and then as I got older, it kind of still remembered them, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something that continued on. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I think it started in the 60s, 65, 66. Six. Yeah. 19? 1966. So it's still new. Still fresh. I'm like, I'm telling everybody, last time my mom was born. (laughs) 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 Okay. All right, Tremaine. Yeah, I mean, like most of y'all, I uh, came into my understanding of Kwanzaa when I got to college. Mm -hmm. Um, It's something I didn't grow up with. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I became aware of what it was, I said, man, I was so upset because right? it's like, damn, I, I didn't lost 18 years of my life mm-hmm. not celebrating blackness. Yeah. And, you know, That's so good- once I once I was able to understand what it was, I've been, you know, all in since then. And it's it's been the way for me to get ready for the next year mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. really taking time to understand what these principles are what they mean to me, where I'm currently at, and where I want to go. That's mm-hmm. a good point. And so from there, that's how I'm able to, like, really be firm on a New Year resolution as to what it is I'm going to change, how I'm going to get better, how I'm going to use my blackness to do that. Mm. Um, yeah. Because I'm a person that my filter is black. Okay. So I channel everything through my black filter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, it's just once I got hold of them, I'm, man, I, I haven't let them go, and it's something that I'm dedicated to. I got the the principles tied on my arm. Oh, like, it's serious. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's real life. Yeah, Tattoo, so you know it's real. It's, it's, Children it's real. and tats, it will never go away. Oh, <laughs> it's real. It's really real. You know, those seven principles mean a whole lot to me. <laughs> never. Yeah. That's a good person. Yeah. Um, for me, I know growing up, I I knew of Kwanzaa, but I didn't like celebrate it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. I guess my blackness was mostly celebrated during February. My mom every year would make me like go to the local swap meet, Raffles Lawson or Inglewood, get mm-hmm. the kente cloth and whatever, yeah. make my little outfit. So that was that's why I meant to like be black or celebrate yeah, I all have that. Tons of photos, right? <laughs> tons. Don't don't ask me what the symbolism is. Nope. Don't ask me what country. I just know this will be due every yep. February, and this mm-hmm. is what I wear. Exactly, and I dare you to say something mm-hmm. <laughs> in regards to Kwanzaa. Not necessarily like. 
I've heard of it and know until once again got to college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even so, I don't think I celebrated properly. Like, of course, like the BSU or the Asia, like that one time event. Yeah. Right. I went because I was costume, I was hungry, right. got to dress up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because like I even even when I was part of like the ASU at my school, like I even helped coordinate the ceremony, right. ordered the uh, candle holder online, mm-hmm. made sure it didn't come from China, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Things like that. Right now, my adulthood, not necessarily. Like I respect it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was there was a time in my life where I would dedicate a principal towards the next year. So very similar to you. Like, um, like I remember one year, like okay, twenty whatever it is, this is gonna be the year of Kumba creativity. <laughs> mm-hmm. How I'm gonna manifest that and mm-hmm. blah whatever. But something going on. Um, yeah, I haven't really done that. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Or so y'all think. I, I say like. I think we don't realize how connected to these principles we are. Mm-hmm. Because in our everyday lives... Can you we, go we, over the principles? Yeah, so the first principle is Moja, okay, which stands for unity. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't tell me that you're not trying to become a better whole self. Mm. So for that, I would say that you are connected to that principle because that's what it's about. It mm-hmm. is trying to be better just all around just as a whole mm-hmm. how can we be better as a people as a mm-hmm. person um so i feel like you know we all strive to do that none of us is trying to stay where we are we're all trying to get better yeah um the second one which for the longest to me is meant the most is kujijakalia mm-hmm. which is self-determination mm-hmm. we're not here if we don't have self-determination yeah so again you know we we are still connected to that um, third is Ujima. We talked about a little bit this collective work and responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, the importance of building camaraderie, family, uh, what we do as we come fellowship and, you know, mm-hmm. give light in this podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what the, that's a part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fourth is probably the most important one, uh, which is Ujama, which mm-hmm. stands for uh, Black economics. Mm. You know, um, just thinking about how we use, since we are in America, and this is a time where we spend all kinds of money. Yeah. You know, are we doing Money that? we don't even have. Money we don't even have, <laughs> no, right? Going real. into debt to, Facts. you know, yeah, whatever man. it is. Yesterday broke our pocket, or <laughs> Christmas broke our pocket. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's that that concept, but can we apply that to to us, can we mm. apply that to mm-hmm. finding a black shop to shop at? Finding something that's going to help us out, yeah. um, saving money, teaching our children about wealth. Um, so that's so important. Um, yeah. Creativity, Kumba is the, the fifth, and you know, here we are. You know mm-hmm. what we're doing today, right now. Uh, purpose, um, Nia, um, the importance of having purpose, and any money is faith. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, all those things are so vital, and those are things that we do every day. I don't think we realize. It, yeah, mm. definitely. You know what I mean. So I feel like we all are connected to these these principles. We may go about calling them something different, but mm-hmm. it's definitely a part of our everyday lives, just as Black folk. Yeah, and excuse my ignorance in general. So every principle is celebrated on a different day. On a different day, yeah. And is there some type of ceremony, prayer, something that goes along with? establishing what that means in your life or is it more reflective or right. like there's actions to take for each there, there's definitely actions to take and i think different people celebrate different mm-hmm. ways mm-hmm. uh you know depending on how big the the folks are who coming up to how many people are coming around yeah if it's something you want to do with your family you definitely can focus on that to be more intimate yeah um it's not something where we're buying gifts every day but it's just mm-hmm. 
like the wisdom your elders give you in your family. You Got have it. that conversation with your grandmother or great grandmother about, you know, what it took for them to look at this generation of family here. Mm -hmm. You know, that can be something that can be passed on as wisdom, but also as a, a tangible treat for Kwanzaa. Got it. You know, to hear like mm -hmm. where the family has come from. That can be the first day. Okay. You know, the second day can just be, I'm coming up with a business plan with my okay. my significant other. This is how we're going to attack this year. Yeah. We're going to make sure we save X amount of money and we're going to do X, Y, and Z to get there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it's, it's those things. But, of course, you know, I think with every holiday, it's, it's, it's about celebration. It's about family. Yeah. Uh, and just, you know, building on that. Got it. Yeah. I know we did, like, gift exchanges, but they weren't, like, purchase gifts. They were more of sentimental things that mm -hmm. were made. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. like, yo, I made you this dope quilt, or I made you this card, and it's Got like it. this is a, this is how I relate it to today. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so we did. I remember growing up, <clears throat> there was like some negative connotation in regards to Kwanzaa. People like, oh, Kwanzaa is the opposite of Christmas and yep. Christ and all that. Yep. But then I got older and I realized like that's completely different. Christmas is Christmas, right? Kwanzaa is Kwanzaa, right. and I just feel like. That's a whole nother topic in regards to black people in our relationship with the church. But I just feel like we get, I love what you said is a focus on the family. It's like a check-in and I actually know like friends, family, that's their time as they like doing an assessment of the family. How's the family doing? Mm -hmm. What are we going to do to get our things in order for the next year? And I think that's a great opportunity for that. And I just wonder like, what are some like other holidays or traditions that we may misconstrued or lose the opportunity to actually like incorporate our lives for the better? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, the, the one that comes to my mind is Juneteenth. True. You know, we were I don't, just talking about that. I don't think, I don't think we really embrace that as like our holiday. Yeah, that's a good you, point. You know, we do skip over it. I think we make jokes about it, but you know, it's that's something that's so serious. Yeah, to think about, you know, the last of our ancestors being deprived of the knowledge for three years after the fact that they were set free. Yeah, you know, it took three years for them to understand that. It, like, that's something that we have to celebrate. Mm -hmm. we, you know, we, we gotta we gotta keep that on on track because if we don't when we see what's happening now in the world we're going to eventually get back to that point to where it yeah. becomes like all right here we go again it's another form of second class citizenship here we go mm -hmm. so you know I, for me that's the one thing that, that pops off is just juneteenth yeah you know we really don't we go all out for the fourth we got the american flag fits yeah the jordans True. come out on that day <laughs> red and white and blue jordans you know, you know what I mean? yeah. like we all out for big barbecues great we should because the biggest sacrifice, the first soldier to die for this country was a black soldier. Mm. True. So, you know, I'm not saying we shouldn't celebrate the 4th, but we definitely got to incorporate Juneteenth within that yeah. celebration aspect. I always too. tell people Blackish and Mr. Anderson taught me about Juneteenth. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a real, in terms right. of like how, like, the significance of it. Yeah. Right. In regards to, I feel like, yes, I've known, you know, like, like you said, I don't think I realized the significance. It was just like, okay, that's when we found out. And then when Mr. Anderson was talking about, I was like, wait, but like, why did we just find <laughs> what was going on? Right. I have a pro I right. have concerns. Right. And then you start doing the facts. But I think even with things like that, I feel like I just get so angry and then yeah. I shut down yeah. and then it doesn't become a knowledge share. It's really like, here's another thing someone did to us mm -hmm. and here I am mad. Mm -hmm. So it's like just a full cycle. And then even like the fourth this year, I was really torn. Like, you can check my group. I was like, how do I celebrate 
history and not celebrate the president. Like, I really was like, that's a good point. Do I stay at home? Like, I mean, right. I never wear red, white, and blue. That's not what I do. But in terms of just barbecues and hanging out, I was like, but I'm really not happy at the state of what the world is in and just like where we've come from now. And I'm like, I don't want to celebrate this. Right. This is the first year I've ever questioned like a holiday in terms of not just having the time off, but like the significance of yeah. things that are coming up. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause like even this past Halloween, like in previous years, I actually cared, like at least making an attempt to dress up, mm-hmm. but this one wasn't even on my radar. Like, yeah. Like in past year, at least like Google like a simple costume or something. But this year I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. You think that's just age or are you just like that could be it. Yeah. And I think also realizing the significance of it. I, I know I'll be more willing to invest my energy towards Kwanzaa than mm-hmm. Halloween. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know, maybe because of the commercial level of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'm trying to avoid the candy. Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> It's true. Reese's are real. Um, <laughs> Reese's are real. Hashtag. Right. <laughs> if you didn't know, Reese's and Alma Snickers are like my two favorite candies. Right. So right. put that on the side. You know what's interesting about Halloween for me this year is how many kids are dressing up as black superheroes. That's a good oh, point. That's a good Compared point. to years before because of Black Panther, Panther mm-hmm. yeah. you know, not even there, but like Luke Cage. And then there's mm. uh, Black Lightning, which is the DC, somewhat like the DC version of Black Panther. Mm-hmm. In mm. a sense, you know, so it's like this plethora of new superheroes. And, mm-hmm. I, I'm, you know, I look forward to that, you know, when doorbell rings, I'm running to see like, oh, who's who's Panther? You, know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you, get, a, you get an extra recess, right? you know? <laughs> Yeah, but I think that's one thing that's great because I know growing up for me, we didn't have that. True. Yeah. You know, we, if I want to be Superman, it's like, okay, I'm dressed up, but it, you know, it's not the it, same. It's not yeah. the same. But here we, we have yeah. that now. I think that's a great thing. But did y'all look at Halloween costumes and be like, why are you an Indian? Like, you know, like those I didn't realize that until I got to college. Yes. Yeah. All the different and like sexy nuns and things. And Once again, like, not until I got to college. Like, everybody like... relax. Yeah. <laughs> it's not cute. It wasn't <laughs> cute. It's not going to be cute. Yeah. I was like, you're rude. You're but right. I think even going back to the conversation about this and holidays is representation. Mm. Like if we don't celebrate Juneteenth, if we're not out there, it's like promoting the message. How do we expect, you know, the like a snowball effect, like plant that yeah. seed, do some Black Panther coming out, not inspire all these people, like, oh, let me embrace it. Yeah. So it was like, when plant that seed, growing it, and like sharing the harvest of it, mm-hmm. how can we do better? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause even when I started learning the truth about like some of the holidays, like overall society, like Columbus Day, once again, yeah. when I got to college, well, I already knew, but for college, yeah, Columbus was, was a fraud, but Skates. even much more no, right. when I got to college, I found out basically he started like, the whole sex, sex trade with kids and all that yeah. international, like that's our club, but yet he has a dedicated holiday. Yeah. Right. That that seems problematic. Yeah. But it's I feel like it's not until recently people are like, oh no, like try to reframe it as the indigenous people day. But yeah. still on our calendar, on the calendar it says Columbus, Columbus Day. And in and in education, it doesn't <laughs> mm-hmm. say Indigenous People Day. Yeah. No, it's Columbus Day. Yeah. And it's celebrated still. And Schools are out on Columbus yeah. Day. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I get paid not to be there. And that's the thing, too, like, the double-edged sword, like, I don't support this, but I'm not going to work. I'm not so, going. Like, right. ain't nobody else going to be there. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
so sad. Yeah. I really feel like corporate America tells me the holidays that are supposed to be important to me. Yeah. And I honestly don't think, like, I feel like I could rattle off every day that I have off that I get paid. But then, like, you bring up Kwanzaa or, like, Juneteenth, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. Is that a Monday or Tuesday? <laughs> no, for real. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I was mad when it combined President's Day. When it, you remember when it, back in the day we had Abraham and George Washington? Yeah. Now I'm going to put them together. No. no. Bring them together. Bring them together. I want the full day. Y'all got too much time off. Bring them together. Right? And then Cesar Chavez Day is always during spring break. I'm yeah. like, that's not fair. Same thing with MLK Day. Mm. For, you know, for like in the education realm, it's, you know, it's that winter break period. Students are not in school yet. True. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of the same thing. But mm-hmm. And it's called winter break. They don't know what's going on. They don't know what's going on. Okay. You know? Oh. Yeah. You, know. yeah. <laughs> you big mad. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. Well, that was a great show. <laughs> like, that was really- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, I, you're right, though. You know, I think that um, definitely corporate America tells us mm-hmm. what should be important, which means what should we spend money on. That's and I think, point. you know, for us as a people, holidays, some of that is true. I, I feel like, you know, we definitely try to go out for our children and get them the things they want. I uh-huh. can remember being excited about getting, uh, you know, a new jersey or a new pair of basketball shoes yeah. for Christmas. But really what it's about is family for us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about the relationship piece. And I think that's why it's so important to celebrate our cultural holidays because yeah. true. it keeps us together. That is, that is a really good point. Just the unity of family coming together. Yeah. Yeah. Just people that you consider family, people that you care about. That is really what the crux of the holiday mm-hmm. holidays are. I think it's like when the holiday hits, you think oftentimes, all right, who am I going to spend my time with or who am I not going to spend my time or with? Or yeah. you about to eat. And mm-hmm. who I got to buy gifts for. Right. True. Did y'all grow up believing in Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny? <laughs> Uh, mom's cut that out earlier. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's like a black house. Like, no, I did this. <laughs> like, I feel like I believed in it, but I always knew it was her. But it's it's kind of like I let you her believe away. that I, I believe it. I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. It was still like, oh, Santa's coming. Okay, let's bake cookies. I saw you eat it. Like, right. <laughs> we ain't got to play this game. No, right. no man coming in this house. No, my mom <laughs> let me know when I early that I bought this. Yeah. And I remember one year she took away my second Genesis and I was so mad. Mm. I forgot what happened. And you see, I'm still traumatized. It was Clearly. Sega Genesis and had the Lion King game. And mm. I love Lion King till this day. Mm. And ever since I was like, it's just never been the same. Wow. She took it. <laughs> she wow. returned it. Oh, wow. oh, not just like oh. no hell for three days. Wow. No, she returned. What did it. you do? I don't remember. Oh. Might just because of money. I don't. So know. it's not about you. It was just. I don't know, but hell, as an adult, she probably would like let me just buy it, make her feel happy. <laughs> <laughs> Kept the receipt. Like, oh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> That's not funny. I'm sorry. You're still hurt by it. I don't know what happened to your game system. Locked no, I, not to out. not to keep putting on my but like I had a puppy. Love a little. It was like a little golden retriever. Mm-hmm. Came home from school one day. It's gone. gone. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. The truth. Yeah. So, so if y'all want to have emotional issues, I learned not to attach. Wow. Wow. Yo, facts. That's the struggle, I think, you know, for me is, like I said, you know, my daughter just turned two. 
And so it's having that conversation with my wife as, what are we going to do when she become of age to like fully participate in mm. the, you better not shout, you yeah. better not cry, or we're going to yeah. be like, yeah, cut that all out. That's us. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not Santa, it's us. And then you she know. goes to school and tells everybody. Exactly. Because that's, you know, that's now what's going to happen. She, now she's with the, the radical, right. angry little black girl. Yeah, yep, yep. So it's, you know, it's, it's coming of age and trying to realize how, where's that balance at? Because mm -hmm. I, I grew up believing, you know, that there was a Santa Claus. And I remember when my grandmother told me that there wasn't. I, I, I felt like, well, how come you just didn't tell me it was you? Right. Because... I'm afraid of you. <laughs> shook. You know, I'm shook of you. Yep. You know, like, it ain't about Santa being nice. For, no, I, I'm making sure I do everything to avoid the belt. Right. So, <laughs> so true. you know, like, if I'd known this all this time, I probably would have did more just so that I could get more. <laughs> so you know? I could get more. Yeah, yeah that's the, my, that was my thinking as, as a young mm -hmm. child. But, um, you know, there's something that says, like, the, the social piece, too, to, like, where, where, where do we fall in that social piece of corporate holidays too as, yeah. as black folk um, and how we teach that to our kids. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's the ongoing conversation that we're continuing to have. We haven't come up with that, the answer yet, but we had that conversation. Cause that's a good point. I feel like people started embracing Kwanzaa more when it got more commercialized, when mm -hmm. corporate America's out, you may now celebrate it. So I think that's when the whole, like the negative components of it started like dissipating. It's right. when like, we can start buying greeting cards. You can buy right. Kwanzaa sure. gifts and right. all that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then That's we also got to talk about the, you know, the the time of when it was created and who created it, too. True. You know, like, we can't pretend like there wasn't this massive split between the Black Panther Party and the Us movement and Dr. Karenga and everyone who followed mm -hmm. Karenga versus everyone who followed the Panthers. That's a good point. You know, so I feel like Kwanzaa still has that negative... Um, stigma to it because of Karenga and what people may believe about Karenga. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it's all that stuff we have to unpack before we can, like, fully get into it, too. Mm -hmm. Because there are people to this day who believe that Karenga worked with the FBI to bring down the Panthers. Mm. It's people to this very day believe that he is on payroll still as an informant. Oh. So, like, that's serious matter when we talking about. I didn't the know that. Yeah, it's yeah. serious. You know, this is this is deep. I mean, so you know, you have this person who has this controversy around them, but who created something so important for the people. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that the Panthers didn't either, because we know the work the Panthers have done. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to separate that. You know, yeah. it's kind of like I love R. Kelly music, but I don't support R. Kelly. You know, <laughs> it's like. Yeah. It's, you know, for some people, it's hard to, like, cut that. Cut True. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's kind of that same form. And I'm not saying that he is or isn't. You know, I, I the case is out on that. Mm -hmm. During that time period, who knows what happened? There was mm -hmm. a lot of things going on during that time that keep us fighting with each other. Yeah. Um, but that's a big piece as to why people don't celebrate Kwanzaa, too. Mm -hmm. If you talk to the our elders, the, the generation before us, they'll yeah. tell you that. No, that makes sense. But when you mentioned, like, separating it, too, I know for me, like, the religious component to, like, Christmas and Easter. Yeah. And then when I learned, like, the, like, history behind it, that I know for me, I'm so able to, like, celebrate it, realizing, like, the principles of regards to, like, family, fellowship. That's what I focus on. Mm -hmm. Not the fact that, once again, people going out of debt for it. The fact that technically the whole putting the aligning with the whole Jesus story, like, yeah. no, this don't add up. But if that's the story we want to go with, sure. sure. I, can, uh -huh. I could go along with this. Mm -hmm. So I just want to ask black people, like, I guess learning how do we 
find the time and place to focus on certain things. Like, here's an opportunity for us to... People get talking about that we got to work together, we got to unite. Right. Here's an opportunity for that. So let's focus on that in a moment. Not saying the Korean conversation shouldn't have you had, right. but let's know when to have it. Right. Yeah. I always feel like we it's easiest for us... Well, from my experience, I've noticed it's easier for, like, we want to focus on why we shouldn't do something instead of why we should. Right. <laughs> yes, yeah. That's a really good point. Absolutely, yeah. You know, no one has the time to try to figure out why it's important. If there's something that says it's not, nah, I'm not messing with it. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and we're not even doing the proper research behind it no, either. Mm-hmm. not even. Not even, yeah. But then, like, whose responsibility is it to continue that? So we already know, like, the holidays that we get off for corporate America and stuff, but, like, when... Kind of like who plays that role in bringing it, not even to like corporate America, but just like within the household. Like we know it's not going to get talked about. So mm-hmm. like if I don't celebrate Kwanzaa, does that mean my children's not, you know, the next person? And then like, when is it kind of like how we did Santa Claus and Easter Bunny? Like, well, mom, why didn't you tell me about Kwanzaa? <laughs> like, what is it? You know, like whose responsibility is to celebrate these cultural holidays like is there a cultural calendar is google putting out like cultural things put some money behind it sure yeah but it's also like okay well how do i find out about it like i know like mr anderson i feel like has put me on game about black america in general um but in general like what if people don't have those friends or those resources like Mm, what do i even know to look up like do i just google black holidays or you know like I feel like that's a, a knowledge gap as well because we're not taught it in school. So how else would I know if you don't have people with those resources? That's right. You know, I, you need new friends. Step one. No, but it is. It's it's that's why it's it's so important for us to 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 even have that thought in mind to let's search for something. Let's uh-huh. let's that's so important to keep that. Um, that stream of thought together because if we if we don't then yeah we're, we're going to continue to try to strive as what is the american dream yeah because unfortunately due to our past how we came to this country we all have been simulated to be like our oppressor mm-hmm. let's yes. just be real about that yeah you know it's that's very true that's that's what it is yeah. you know so to to break from that is to understand there's this whole other element to us that should be celebrated. Mm-hmm. And it's okay for us yeah. to celebrate that. That mm-hmm. part. You know, be be content with trying to figure it out. If we don't know, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But let's hopefully we'll, we'll get a chance to where we can learn a little bit more and see how we can incorporate that into our day-to-day life. Yeah. Um, and as we go about that, then it just becomes easy. Like, you know, uh, in August, you know, we talk, we start off talking about Black holidays. And so in mm-hmm. August, um, August 13th is Pan-African Flag Day. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the day of when the, the flag first revealed, the red, black, and green flag. Mm-hmm. So on that day, that flag is out in front of my house. Okay. And I can give a damn who walks up and it's like, oh, my God, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I celebrate that. It's in front of my house. And mm-hmm. so what I start to notice is that my neighbors are now starting to pick up on it. Yeah. And they expect to see it. <laughs> and, and they're asking you about it. it. Right, and they ask me about it. So it's like, you know, eventually it has to be okay with us first. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good and point. And then it can go from there. Yeah. You know, so like a ripple effect. Yeah. 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 I think that's a really good idea because I feel like when talking about just even Black Panther coming out this year, that now it's kind of okay to be Black or now it's okay to be African. Everybody want to dashiki. Everybody want to say Wakanda forever. I remember you were telling us about the story about the white woman who came up and, you know, Wakanda forever. And it's just like, Oh, because we're not the same tribe. Right. Someone made it cool. So now 
you're not afraid of me wearing this mm-hmm. anymore. It's it's that big nod. And I really do think being okay with it is a big marker for it because then it's kind of like, well, will people look at me if I have Kwanzaa, you know, at my desk or if I have Juneteenth or I'm even talking about it. So mm-hmm. this year I actually sent um, an email to my team. Happy Juneteenth. <laughs> um in detail, I said, I don't know if y'all know, but here are the I'm fun so facts and here, you know, is the episode that I thought, you know, was okay. And what's crazy is like me sitting, I was like, am I going to get fired? Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm shook. Like I was <laughs> terrified. And then I was like, no, they need to know. And then a part of me, I was like, nah, I don't think I, mm, slavery, mm, you know, fuck it. <laughs> and then I sent the email, but like even the responses back, I didn't understand how I needed that validation that it was okay to talk about you know, things that have happened for, you know, my culture and just people in general. Right. And I was like, yeah, Shawnee, you gotta do better. Because like, <laughs> it doesn't matter if they care. Like, they didn't go through it. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's not their testimony or their story. But I really agree with it has to be okay with me to be able to celebrate that and not try to assimilate or fit in or code switch or everything, you know, to be like myself, even outside of culturally, just like who I am in terms of emotions, feelings, everything like that. Right. We're always still trying to fit into me personally. I feel like I'm trying to fit into white America in regards to just talent acquisition. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, I'm Shauna. It's cool. This is why I am accepted. You don't like it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm still learning the cultural piece. Cause I think that's still something that I'm not all the way comfortable with because right. I don't know about it. It's right. very easy throwing a dashigi, wear a head wrap and you know, everything. But I don't know the significance of those things. Mm-hmm. It's just culturally cool right now. Mm-hmm. So. You saying that like, is there then the line to hold people accountable? Like, mm-hmm. like prime example, everybody want to throw on a uh, dashiki all of a sudden, but like, do you understand what that means? Do you understand yeah. what that represents? Do you understand? like, And I feel like, especially when I see non-Black people do it, just like, uh-huh. why are you putting this on? So it's like, is there like that line of holding people accountable? Like, or like, is this just simple conversation? Like, what was your motivation? Yeah. Or is that just doing too much? What does it mean to you? Why do you do it or say it? <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. I, we, I feel like we got to hold people accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, because like you're saying for so long, it was so like the, you know, yeah. it's the big monster in the room. You walk in this place, you got on this daishiki or you got something that reminds people of your African heritage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I grew up in the days where we used to run around, fights would start because people call each other African booty scratchers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't that I'm fighting you because you, you know, you you said something. You call me an African booty scratcher. It's like, how dare you assault me by calling me African? Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Very true. To where we are now. So, like, no, I feel like we do. Like, in hip-hop recently, I noticed that there's been a trend where it's a lot of rappers wearing unks now. Mm. Yeah. And there's even, there's even a trend where you wear an unk and a cross together. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so, if we don't hold people accountable and ask them, like... What made you put those two things together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and see where people minds where they're, where they're coming from with it. Then that that becomes a, an issue. And it's not to say those two pieces can't go together, but you have to understand why. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so I, I think that's something that's absolutely critical us to hold people accountable for. Yeah. And it, you know, it doesn't have to always be like, "Hey, man, why you get on that daishiki?" <laughs> you know, hey, come up, out up. <laughs> come up out that daishiki. Right. It's just more to like, "Oh, okay, I see you got on the daishiki. Well, that's dope. Where'd you get it from?" 
And you know, from there, it can start a whole conversation about why they put it on and da 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 da. Yeah. So, no, that accountability is so important. I just got a flashback where I felt some type of way the fact that I bought shea butter oh. from some Asians. I was just like, even on the label, made in Africa, and I'm hey. giving my money to the Asians. Hey, so that's like, what I'm trying supply? to tell y'all. Huh? Beauty supply. Beauty supply. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. I think I just moved. I, it was like, I just moved to San Diego. It was funny because I went to Ghana. Mm-hmm. So I had a whole thing and I ran out. Yeah. I was like, I need some more. Now, at the time, I didn't know the connections in San Diego. Yeah. Went to the music bar. I'm just like, oh, but I need this. Right. Mm-hmm. Here's my $5. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's why that 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 fourth principle, Yeah. you know, that, that Ujima is so important in Kwanzaa mm-hmm. for us to talk about that, you know, about making sure that we have the proper representation. Mm-hmm. You know, even going, like you say, to the beauty supply, Asking an Asian person about African products, what it's going to do for your African hair. Mm-hmm. True. You know, like, that's tough. Yeah. That's that's a hard one. When we're the most consumers. That's what's crazy. Exactly. When we're keeping everybody afloat. Right. Everyone, everyone's <laughs> eating off of us. Yeah. Absolutely. I was Absolutely. like, oh. I remember I was watching some documentary. It wasn't uh, the good hair one, but it was something about just, like, how the texture of like black women's hair and like all the products for us and how target started highlighting black owned products. So like now if you go into target, you'll see the faces of the people that create it mm. and how that changed the marketing game like mm. 10 times. Mm-hmm. And so like now they have like four to five black like own products and like different things. And literally, cause you know, like me personally, I'm like, no, my texture four B four A. Like <laughs> I know everything, but literally people were starting to buy it more once they saw who created it. Mm-hmm. So when I see a black woman, I'm like, oh, she knows my struggle. Let me buy it. <laughs> Let me buy this. Actually, Amazon did something like that too. They, um, I forgot the name of it, but they created like a platform for uh, products targeted for black females and people in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they noticed an increase in sales. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they care about us when there's money involved. Correct. Mm-hmm. Oh, you need to know? Let me give you these facts. Mm-hmm. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, that's real. So I guess in in terms of, I don't know if we're closing out, but like what can we do to educate the next generation coming up? Like now we know the knowledge. So like what responsibility do you think we all have and kind of, I don't know if y'all thought about how you're going to take it to the next step in terms of just spreading the word or do differently in regards to it? I know for me, I'm dedicated to doing my research, like my own personal research. Like even if I hear something, like, okay, well, yeah. let me do my own Google search or read the yeah. books and stuff like that. But then also sharing the information, like mm-hmm. randomly today, uh, when Tremaine showed up, I was like, do you know about this, about St. Patrick's Day? He was like, wait, I don't. Hold on. And you like, looked up the good book real quick. Yeah. So I just, I think having that, like, like that always like having that conversation. Yeah. yeah. It's big. And there's yeah. so much that we can put each other up on just mm-hmm. with our culture. But I think also, <clears throat> to, to answer your question, <clears throat> it's so important for us to be okay if we don't know something, yeah. to find out more about it. Yeah. And But to also, if we do know something, then to embrace that. Yeah. That's how we keep that pushing forward. Very true. You know, I can't wait when I have the conversations about, um, with my daughter about my tattoos, and when she look at my arm and say, Daddy, what does those symbols mean? I can't yeah. wait mm. to have that conversation yeah. with her. I can't wait to point to this tag and say, this is how you got your name. Mm-hmm. You know, like my daughter's name is Faye Malia. So Malia is Swahili for woman of royalty. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's attached to this tattoo I have on my forearm that has an African woman 
or a black woman being pregnant with Africa to symbolize that black women are the mothers of civilization. Yeah. With the term Malia <laughs> underneath it. I need that conversation. To, to represent that black women are royalty. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, this is how my daughter's name came to be. Mm-hmm. So it's just those things about embracing culture that I think is so important to empower our next generation to, to be to the point to where our children are talking about Kwanzaa the same way they talk about Christmas. Yeah. You know, True. and there's no like, That's a good point. there's no, oh, well, I celebrate Christmas, so I, I can't celebrate Kwanzaa. It's like, no, for from the 25th to New Year, we got this on lock. Yeah. That? I think it's important to read. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and encourage reading. We, mm-hmm. I didn't do that enough growing up, nor was it something that was a point of emphasis. Yeah. Until I got into my older years where it was like, let me pick up this book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I started to find out so much more information about yeah, uh, just things like the conversation we're talking about today, but literally reading a book, mm-hmm. reading an article. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we can have a, we need to make an episode search. about that because people don't read no more. Mm-hmm. No. But I can tell, like, you don't read, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we don't need like to continue this conversation. Don't read nothing. Sure. No, that's true. I think for me, it's honestly going to come back to not being afraid of who I am and doing that research about it, because I still think to this day, like slavery photos, even like police brutality, like those things really make me uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. but I can't address it if I don't know about it. So it's like I have to overcome kind of the quote unquote fear and just be like, okay, it happened. Let's learn about it and let's put people up on game about it and not be ashamed. Like even talking about like me seeing the Juneteenth email to my team. It's like, why would I be ashamed of that? You know, in terms of things. So I think really, I just need to learn about black culture because I think even growing up in just with all the complex of light skin, dark skin, you're African, I'm black American, you're African American, like all those dichotomies or whatever. Mm. I really just feel like I need to do more research on about who I am outside of like ancestry DNA and stuff like that. But Mm. really just like, what is the black experience that I'm unaware of? Mm-hmm. And like, what privileges do I even have and be able to share it through my narrative? Cause regardless, people gonna look at me how they do think I talk educated or, you know, like whatever they're going to classify me by my roles, responsibilities. But there's also another piece of me that I don't necessarily bring to work or to just certain relationships and friendships that I think I'm kind of doing myself a disservice by not being fully present. So I think I'm really just going to go into reading more and also just like educating myself because I feel like I got the white people landscape down, <laughs> flat, easy. But I've seen your emails. Thank, thank you. Very <laughs> professional. Very, <laughs> very stereotypical. According to my last right. one. Oh, she black? Yes, try it. <laughs> um, So I feel like I just really just need to educate myself more and then I will be more comfortable talking about those experiences and just things that are important and some things that are important to me that I don't even know why actually. So I think that's what I'm just going to promise myself actually going into 2019 is just to educate myself on where I came from and not just say Los Angeles, California. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Any final thoughts or anything? Before I get into our listener letter, or y'all good? I think my last thing to that, I think like okay. just keep asking questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think just when you realize it's not a, this is it. Just keep yeah. asking questions. And it's okay, you don't know. Yeah, because mm-hmm. even like, I just was reminded of a conversation yesterday, yesterday with one of my aunts. We were watching something, she was like, oh, 
it was a guy who was Native American. Uh-huh. And I'm going through, like, my own little research right now. Like, what does a Native American really look like? Yeah. And stuff like that. And then she was like, oh, you know, look at his hair. I was like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's Native American. Based off of that, got it. This is <laughs> probably a whole other topic, but this just reminded me. So, literally... <laughs> When I take out my braids, like my hair is naturally curly. Like it's it's a loose curl in general. Mm-hmm. Someone really was like, Oh, what you mix with? And I'm like, wait, why did you ask that? They were like, Well, when you wet your hair, it doesn't nap up. I said, What? <laughs> I said, huh? Like, we not about to fight in Target. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And I was just looking at different products and I was just like, wow, like people really associate different things, you know, like just mm-hmm. with culture. Like you can't have hair like that if you're not mixed, mm-hmm. not just because this is how my hair is. Mm-hmm. Like even with this natural movement, like people are still wearing natural wigs. So mm-hmm. I'm over here trying to live mm-hmm. Instagram dreams with girls with big, goofy <laughs> hair. And I'm like, wait, you bought that? Like, mm-hmm. My twist out don't look like that. <laughs> so that's a whole nother episode. Um, But yes. <laughs> Now we're going to move to the point of the show called the Gray Area. You're doing good with these echoes. Right? He just fa- I think switching he it up. To the mic, right? Switching yeah. sides and everything. Um, This letter has no subject, no name. It's anonymous. Question. Anonymous. Uh, anonymous. Oh, I remember that. What's that? Bobby Valentino? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it says. My girlfriend cheated on me and we discussed it and we've moved past it. But my friends are really bothered by it and won't let me forget. How do y'all view cheating? And should I break up with her again? Mm. The again. I want to talk to her. Mm. (laughs) What should we call him? What? I don't. Well, I don't. It could be a girl. I don't know. True. (laughs) You know, what should we call this person? I'm going to call this person Mountain Springs. Based off of the water that I have in my face. All right. So to answer the questions, how do y'all view cheating? I think the term cheating is very subjective Mm -hmm. Um, because each each relationship is different. Mm -hmm. And I think each relationship establishes their own expectation and parameters. Yeah. So what I may consider cheating may not be what you could be considering cheating. Um, Then also, I feel like cheating is not always just physical. I think you can emotionally cheat on someone. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, mm. I'm still caught up with like a breakup again part. Mm. Yeah. That's the part that still <laughs> lingers in we'll my come spirit. Back to that. Let's just talk about how do y'all view cheating, Dad? It's not good. It's not okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Straight to the point. It's, just, it's don't not good. Do it. Don't. <laughs> don't do it. Tremaine. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that pretty much sums Just that up. up. No, Coming but, from the father's right, room. Right, right. No, but I, you know, I will say that relationships are going to take you all over the place. Yeah, true. And I think it's so important to understand, like, what is the value you have with this person in y'all's mm. relationship? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Because if it's worth standing that, you know, going through something like that, then y'all go through it and you get through it. Yeah. The one thing that's puzzling to me said they talked about it and they got over it. Well, if you got over it, why are we still even talking about it? Yeah, that's true. You know, and then and, and why do your friends and why your friends and why are your friends in your relationship? Right, yeah. that part. That's a good point. So you know, and are there are there are your are those friends focused on their relationship? Right, yeah. or is it really like an Instagram relationship? Like right. you just mad they posting photos. Does together. she know she's in a relationship? Right. <laughs> true. Right. Um, I mean, very simple. Like everyone, I said, cheating's bad. Like if honestly, if someone was like, "Oh, was she?" And I'd be like a non-negotiable. 
and that's emotionally, physically, I don't care. We have nothing to talk about mm -hmm. because then you broke my trust in mm -hmm. regards to what we have. Like mm -hmm. I value communication so much. So you know what's not gonna slide. Right. Regard I don't care you the love of my life, soulmate. Praise God. I don't know why he cheated, <laughs> but he gotta go. Right. So it's it's really just a non-negotiable because I feel like we decided to make this commitment together mm -hmm. and you're breaking that commitment either physically or in an emotional way where you're just like uh, detaching from me. And also back to priding and just communication. If something is going on, talk to me about it. Mm -hmm. What are the problems? Why are we not communicating? Why are we not sleeping together? Why are you looking at whoever? Like mm -hmm. bring that to me and we can have a problem. By the time it's cheated, I feel like the relationship is over anyway because you already made the decision. True. So it's right. kind of like once we got to that point, it was already done. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's a non negotiable I slept with someone else. We'll have a great life. How are we going to split this rent? Like the lease is up. <laughs> you want the couch? Also, I'm going to take the dog. Right. Like I don't no, need I to know why. I don't care who. It's dead. Like Because yeah. I feel like it's just, it's just happening. Like that's what I'm saying. Even if you just met that person, no, you've been... Yeah, you've been processing this. Yeah, and I, you know, things align. How did we right. get here? Yeah, right. Right. well, yeah. yeah. I didn't go to Rouse. And, oh, I went to Rouse. I went to get chicken. I just cheated. Okay, well, have fun. <laughs> I shop at Vons. What's up? <laughs> Whole Foods. If the check is right. Right. <laughs> um. Okay. So the last question is: Should I break up with her again? That is. <laughs> this is a hard question. Like, know, huh? Again, the again is what through. I wonder what, what happened the first time. I kind of feel, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with Mr. Anderson. I, I kind of feel like this is what caused y'all to break up to begin with in the first yeah. place. You taking everyone else's opinion about what you right. should. Why do. are you talking to us? <laughs> it's not up to us, Mountain Springs. <laughs> yes. This is up to you. How you? How do you feel about this, Mountain Springs? Don't go you chasing know? waterfalls. Because, uh, man, you said you got over it. Y'all got to exactly. talk about it. You got over it. Then move forward together. But if you haven't, then just be real about it. Sound that. like Mountain Springs not even true to themselves. That's what I'm mm -mm. saying. That's now, true. And you teach me how to be treated. So whatever you happen in the past, yeah. and now this person's come along. Yeah. yeah. Mountain Springs sound young, too. <laughs> That's true. Mount Springs focus on Mount Springs. Yeah. I just don't understand how you can say you got over it, but we're still talking about it. Because no I really hate when people throw that. Like, if we have a conversation, okay, you say black, I say white, and we're like, you know, we just don't agree to disagree. Don't come up in the next argument. You said black. Okay, that was four months ago. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought. Yep. You still. I know you didn't like it, but like, why yep. are you still throwing in my face? You're not over it. Yeah. So be mad. <laughs> um. Yeah, in terms of breaking up with her again, I mean, if you feel like that's the reason, like if you asking us, it's not like, like she got options, so. right? And I don't know. Yeah, but I I think it goes to the point like why are people in your relationship anyway? Who are you trying to satisfy? Instagram, your followers, or do you really care about this person and want to make it work? Because if clearly it's not working, if you writing us. Like and and the part to mention your friends. That's right. what I don't understand. Yeah. Because right. what do you say all the time? I'm not warming. Oh, I'm not warming your bed sheets. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Mr. Ant like. It's not. I'm it's not a the one hold you at close at night. So right. y'all figure that out. Yeah. Right. Go with your gut, brother. Yeah. Go with so, your gut. Well. Good luck. Good luck, Mountain Springs. You know, chase waterfalls. <laughs> don't chase waterfalls. Let us know how it goes, though. Yeah. Right back. How your friends <laughs> Tell her to email us and see what she says. Yes, perspective. <laughs> Change the narrative. Um, so dad, what's up? What keys we got? Uh so we talked a lot about holidays, but in a 
greater context in regards to holidays, really this idea of community and understanding, Mm -hmm. you know, how your own personal history traces back to the holidays that you celebrate and just sort of thinking of the larger landscape of what a holiday is. What does it mean for you? Mm -hmm. Um, But the conversation primarily focused on uh, the holiday Kwanzaa, uh, where which is essentially the establishment of seven principles of unity, self-determination, collective works and responsibility, uh, cooperative economics, creativity, and faith, and like how that um, relates to each each of our individual lives and how it is that we incorporate those principles to mm-hmm. become a better us and know ourselves. And mm-hmm. so taking those things into consideration and further thinking about what is it that a holiday does for you and what it, what, what are the elements of holidays that you take to really blend into the essence of who you are and who it is that you want yourself to continue to become your children to become and your family to really model after. And so, Mm -hmm. um, to further think about that is, is continue to educate yourself, continue to be students of of just information and like (laughs) sharing this in, in this economy of information, um, always be willing to just be inquisitive about, you know, what things exist, how they exist, why do they exist Mm -hmm. and and make sure you have a, a solid understanding about what it is that you feel like you need to know and the things that you don't know, just ask questions about it. So with that said, continue to go forth and adult properly. Um, we made it to the end of the year, y'all, end of 2018. Happy New Year. Happy Please not Going to 20. Okay, cultural holiday. <laughs> Diversity matters. Okay. okay, which my quota. Kwanzaa, <laughs> <laughs> Kwanzaa next week, pop right. off. <laughs> Um, so yeah, happy new tamales. year. Y'all. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. You say tamales? I love that's what I enjoyed the most. Is that what you said? Yeah, I love tamales. Oh, I just want to okay. Thank you, Jermaine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all again for having me on. <laughs> love y'all very much. I love what y'all doing. And um again, I'm just happy to, to be a part of it yet again. Thank y'all. Tell your wife yeah. we said hi. Yes, indeed. <laughs> most definitely. Bye. Peace. <laughs>